Kickoff of the Valley Podcast covering your Arizona Cardinals. My name is Gunner and Tyler. What's up, dude? Yes, sir. Tyler Vasquez, Bird Gang Travel Club. Nothing much, bud. Just getting ready for uh, another week here, and hopefully uh, we can pick up a dub and put that, uh, you know, one in the one win column there. Yeah, are you excited about Sunday? Or are you kind of still one of those like I? I hope they win. Is there any uh, any confidence going into Sunday? Uh, I'm with you right now. I don't know where I'm at confident wa- confidence wise. I am pumped because I did just buy my game ticket last night. So oh, you're going I'm, to Vegas. Oh, I'm flying in Sunday morning, like butt crack of dawn. Uh, and then I fly out Sunday evening after the game. So I fly Sounds back like home. Sounds like a cheap Sunday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you use some of those Southwest airports, baby. Yeah. What, what, what are you sitting at at the game? Are you in like the lower bowl or what? what? I I'm in the lower bowl. You would say okay. I'm uh, I'm section one Oh seven. So I'm right there kind of along the goal. I think I'm between somewhere in the goal line, the 10 yard line, Yeah. Um, which is where I kind of sit at home. I kind of love being in that little spot, kind of an angled view of the field. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'll be in row one. So you'll see my uh, uh, be right, on, uh, right on the rail. Yeah. I'll be bringing my Kyler Murray uh, fat head and my JJ Watt fat head. So you'll you, hopefully we'll get on TV a little bit and I can wave to you Gunner. Yeah. I love it. So speaking of JJ Watt, is he playing on uh, Sunday? I know he practiced. I saw that. Yeah, going into the injury reports, uh, Zach Ertz was, after missing Wednesday's practice, today he was on the field, and and J.J. Watt also was on the field today. Yeah, on Wednesday he dressed out, but then went back into the locker room. It was pretty interesting. And then today uh, he, he was getting drills in, and obviously this is airing on Friday. But, yeah, as of yesterday, today uh he was practicing so and it sounds like he's going to give it a go i, I mean that's everything Exciting. came out of uh out of interviews that's what they said uh, is that what the defense needs i mean when we played the chiefs uh when the cardinals played the chiefs on sunday there was zero sacks um jj watt obviously he's a beast out there is he is he rushed the line i'm trying to remember uh yeah, they, the, you know, the problem with the defense is they're having to to manufacture pressure, right? Like they're okay. they're blitzing like crazy. They're just bringing in fresh bodies. You need a, someone like a J.J. Watt that can get to the quarterback on his own. And it's right. not, you know, we're not sending five, right? Like um, last week it was, you know, 50, I think it was 54% of pressures against um uh, Patrick Mahomes were all blitz, right? Like they were every, everything we sent was blitzes. So, yeah. uh, and, and Patrick Mahomes is great against the blitz as is Derek Carr. And we'll get into that here in a little bit, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think his leadership on the field you need, and you also need just another guy that can get to the quarterback. Um, so Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator, um, talked a lot this week about what, um, about what uh, what happened on Sunday and also what we can look forward to coming up on uh, this Sunday against the Raiders. Uh, what his, uh, what advance have to say? Any groundbreaking stuff yeah, from him? He had a few good nuggets. You know, he said that uh, J.J. Watt was close, like we're talking about now. He also, uh, the team, he added that the team needs to be careful with him, right? They don't want to put J.J. Watt back on the shelf. So um, I think if you do see J.J., it's going to be, you know, give and take with how much he actually sees the field. They're not sure on safety Jalen Thompson. It's a we'll see. Um, he's missed a pair of practices at this point this week, mm-hmm. which sucks. There's another guy that you were expecting on the field and, and a really good player that it sounds like he's probably not going to play. Um, he admitted that Isaiah Simmons had a rough week one <laughs> guarding the wide receivers, <laughs> yeah. but he, uh, he, you know, he said they need to fix a few things, but he also said, um, uh, that, you know, with Isaiah, they drafted him primarily to cover the tight end. So that's what they need to have him do uh, and not be covering speedsters. So we don't want him on Adams or Renfro. You know, we're going to want him on Darren Waller, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just like we would have wanted him on on Kelsey last week. So um, now Vance Joseph's blunt analysis, as uh, Paul Calvisi would say, was, in his opinion, it's more the operation than it was effort or anything else. Uh, they just didn't play fast. They couldn't get lined up. The calls were coming out slow, and they didn't play clean enough, and the Chiefs did. So ultimately, 
he put it on that that the Chiefs were per- perfect and the Cardinals weren't. And, you know, that's something that they're going to need to fix going into Sunday. Okay, so now let's say J.J. Watt doesn't play because, I mean, that would be horrible. Like, if he were to get in there and then re-aggravate it and then he's out, you know, for even longer. Um, have they made changes to the defense other than, you know, deciding on what defensive players are going to guard what offensive players? Well, I, I mean, you, your problem becomes the same thing they were saying earlier in the week, that ultimately uh, the – there's not enough reps as a unit, right? And and that's right. what you're going to run into again this week because now you have guys like Andy Isabella who's out with the back injury, and you were expecting him to have to fill in a little bit because of all the injuries at wide receiver. Rondell Moore is still not back. So you're going to expect a lot more of Greg Dortch again. Um, so uh, you want some fantasy advice. If you're looking for a second receiver, Greg Dortch uh, is, is a great pickup. You did hear Kyler Murray also say that he expects – Hollywood Brown to be a top receiver. And what he means by that is top receivers get about 11 targets a game. That's kind of the number. Uh, Last week he got, I think two to three. So ultimately I would expect a heavy dose on offense of Hollywood Brown and Greg Dorch uh, offensively. Hopefully Zach Ertz can get more involved. Um, But ultimately when you come to correcting the defense, sure. Yeah, I'm sure they're, they looked at tape, and I'm sure they looked at tape going forward, and they're trying to, to get it together. But, um, yeah, u- ultimately, I, I just – I don't – there ain't there ain't much that I yeah. think fix defensively. They need guys to be healthy and be on the field. Well, and the odds makers don't have much confidence in the Cardinals either. Uh, after the loss on Sunday, uh, that win total that we talked about going into the season, which you said, uh, Cardinals, you had them pegged at 10, right? Yeah, uh, correct. Pretty sure you yeah, had him pegged to ten. Yeah. Oh me. Uh, oh my personal. Yeah, I. Yeah, I said nine initially, but then we went through the schedule and I talked. And you said you pegged him at ten, yeah. right? Yeah, so that, that, that may have changed. My odds makers might have uh, uh, changed on that as well. I might have lowered it to eight. So point. the uh, Sports Illustrated prior to the season had him at nine and a half. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> uh, but again, everything. It's a week to week league. But yeah. Ultimately, if they bounce yeah. back here against the Raiders, then ultimately we should be good. Um, I, I think you should be in good shape. So uh, get the over. On yeah, the you, half. yeah, okay. you'll 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 start to see people change their mind on them again. So yeah. I think that's what would come out of that. But looking at some of the the history with the Cardinals and the Raiders, because um, they haven't played all that much, right? They played. Uh, since 1973, they're uh, they've only played what what ten times. Yeah, yeah. So ultimately, you know, when we look at uh, t- let's let's talk about some good history here. In 2018, uh, the 23-21 loss to the Raiders. Something cool about this nugget: it actually gave Cardinals the first overall pick, who then turned into Gunner uh, Kyler Murray. Yes. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Got it. Yes, it did turn into uh, Kyler Murray. Um, so we got to thank the Raiders a little bit for ending up with Kyler Murray. But as we look up this matchup between the quarterbacks, you got Kyler Murray versus Derek Carr. Um, the rating for Derek Carr against the Blitz. Did you see that number, Gunny? Gunner? Gunny? Gunny? I don't Gunner? see any numbers in front of me. What am I looking uh, 106.2 QB rating against the Blitz since 2015. Okay. So what that tells you is their strategy last week against the Chiefs, again, don't do that same strategy, sending Blitzes mm-hmm. all day, because Derek Carr is great against the Blitz. So you need to not be sending everybody and their brother uh, after Derek Carr. So, um and, you know, one thing the Cardinals were hoping was was to get additional help in the secondary. The nice thing is Marco Wilson, it sounds like he's going to be good to play. Uh, but Trayvon Mullen, who they actually traded for with the Raiders, you know, all of three weeks ago, uh, you've seen him practice a little bit. But Vance Joseph says he's still a ways to go. So that comment makes it sound like he ain't going to get much run this week, which initially a day ago I thought he was. So, um, but. Ultimately, his play hasn't necessarily warranted that it's going to be like earth shattering if he did play. I mean, this defense is, is what it is, like we've been saying. Yeah. Uh, but as far as the meeting between the two teams, Raiders have the all time series lead at uh, six. With the overall six, they have six wins. We have four losses, right? That's what it's six and four. Yeah. 
I'm looking at oh, here. No, no. The Raiders have, lead the all-time regular season series against the Cardinals six to four, dating back to 1973. Yes, we have four yeah. wins. They have six wins. So yeah. All right. Yeah, so they're leading the series, but that that was a whole different team, man. That was but them back in Oakland. Now they're in, over there in Vegas and. Uh, that was knows, a scary time in Oakland. I went there uh, years ago, and <laughs> black hole, right? Oh man, it was scary. I was on the fifty-yard line on the Cardinal side, and I thought, "Oh, I'm safe. I'm good." No, no, you're not safe. I had people like I wear this headdress. If you've seen some of the photos, uh, <laughs> I call them the Cardinal braids. Yeah, and I had a guy as I was walking in the concourse pull my braids and i was like man th- these these guys just instigate fights like they want it to happen uh and then the guy that sat in front of us he was cracking his peanuts and purposely dumping them on us just and it, just was a, it was a very bad environment in oakland uh one thing that i i thought was interesting back when they were there is in their tailgate area they had scaffolding and they had security guards in this on top of the scaffolding with cops like looking over. You felt like you were in a prison yard when they were back in Oakland. Yeah, I'm very yeah. excited to go to Vegas and see the differences between the experience in Vegas versus Oakland. I expect it to be polar opposite, but yeah. you think so? Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, don't know. Vegas has gotten a little rough, man. I, you know, ever since COVID. And going back there, there's some parts of the strip, man. I, you know, Flamingo in particular, I used to love staying at Flamingo, man, but that area got a little rough. And I, and I don't know if it was just like that immediate time after COVID where LA was still shut down. So everybody was kind of going to Vegas because it was a little more open than, than uh, LA was. But, and then seeing, uh, I follow a lot of Vegas groups on, uh, on Twitter and stuff like that. It's, it's sketch out there now, man. It really is. It's changed. Yeah, but but ultimately the NFL and, and the experience I think with the Raiders and 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 going to the game, ultimately I think it's very corporate. You know, when you look at the price of tickets online, they're insane for that lower bowl. I mean, to right. give you context, I sat in the fifty yard line for about a hundred dollars in uh, Oakland, back, back in Oakland, and it was week okay. week six of the season. I mean, it was still young in the season. Uh-huh. Now. I'm not going to say the number I paid for that row one, one because the wife could be listening. Yeah, bucks, over or under 500 bucks. The wife could be listening over. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, uh, ultimately, I will tell you, you're talking six times the cost to sit in the lower bowl. So ultimately. So you think that, that holds out the riffraff? You think the riffraff is going to stay yeah, away because of that? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think I think you're going to see a whole different clientele at, at Raider games now. Yeah, I'm sure the black hole still exists. I'm sure there's people that, that travel up from Oakland, but you know, when you move a team out of markets like that, it's just, I, I don't think it's going to be the same, but with right. that well, you'll be safe. Don't run your mouth. Yeah. No, I, safety, hey, road games. I don't say anything. I'm silent. <laughs> um, but with that being said, let's bring in our first guest of, uh, of the show. Hi there. Hello, uh, gentlemen. How oh, are man, you? Even, even her audio sounds better than mine. Everybody. <laughs> does does it? Than okay, audio. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic. Uh, Danielle, Camel- Danielle, I don't want to butcher your last name. Camilla? Cam- yes, I- Camilla. Okay. Thank you. Camilla, there we go. Awesome. Danielle Camilla, um, current professional wrestler, but also uh, former Cardinals cheerleader. Uh, we call Gunner the sports betting aficionado of the show, but... Uh, <laughs> I think you might come for his job here in a second, yeah. but uh, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> okay. So here's the, here's the deal. When I heard that you were coming on and you were being described um, to me from by Tyler and he said yeah. that you were in the suite on Sunday. I mean, now that I look at you, I mean, I, I see, I recognize you from the suite on, uh, on Sunday, right? Were you in the Gila suite? Yeah, I was. Were you, yeah. Oh my gosh. That is so, I totally just made <laughs> yeah, the connection. See? Okay. See, yeah. So I, I had no idea that uh, you were going to be our guest this week. Otherwise, I probably would have said something. Nor did I know that you were a former professional wrestler and former uh, what uh, cheerleader for the uh, the Arizona Cardinals right. and, and sports betting connoisseur. You know that whole thing. I had no idea. We no were idea. too stressed out with the game, so we were just you know sitting there, not even talking to yeah. each other. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> The so, highlight of the game was seeing you, Tyler, on the Jumbotron. There you go. Yeah, I got on a couple of times. I'm hoping yeah. to replicate that on, on Sunday in, in Vegas. But um, let's get into your time as a Cardinals cheerleader, because I think that's very interesting. Uh, when we talk about, you know, what, what years were you a Cardinals cheerleader, actually? Let's start there. 
So it would have been 2008 to 2010, I believe. So, so you were best time. Yeah, that's a great run to be a Cardinals cheerleader. So, so speaking on that, what what were like the, what's the greatest Cardinal moment you got to see on the sidelines? Okay, obviously, I want to say going to the Super Bowl with our team. Like, you cannot top that. One as a fan, two as a cheerleader. That's like the top of the top as a professional cheerleader. Um, But also the NFC championship game, you know, winning that was insane. So those are probably the top two memories, but being able to go to that Super Bowl game. Oh my gosh. Probably one of the best memories of my life. (laughs) That's awesome. That's one of my biggest regrets not getting like, I think I was 22 at the time and I just didn't, I didn't think of, credit cards and things that like, how could I get myself to this game? And I just, I wasn't the traveler I am now. Right. And so ultimately, yeah, this is where bird gig travel would have came in very, uh, very helpful at that time. Where was the Super Bowl that year that you were the, uh, yeah, Tampa Bay, Tampa. So did you fly out? Like when you guys traveled, did you fly with the team on the plane? No. And the only time the cheerleaders will ever travel is if it's the Super Bowl. So usually, you know, we're just at the home games uh, because other teams have their own cheerleaders on their sidelines. Yeah. All right. That's pretty cool, though. Go to the Super Bowl. It was so much fun. So this year, you've got to do a couple cool things. One, uh, you got to help judge this year's team and help help pick the lineup of of new cheerleaders, right? Pick the roster. Right. Uh, what, tell us what that, what that uh, experience was like. Well, I always love kind of being on the opposite side of it because you've gone through all those emotions. You can relate to all of the girls that are trying out. Um, and so for me to be able to see how much talent when it comes to dancing and performing, when it comes to, you know, the passion these ladies have for football and for the Cardinals and just their outside lives. Like they're all very well accomplished and going after their dreams. So it was really fun to just have all these women in and be able to um, pick from this great crop, I guess you could say. So the team they have this year, they're fabulous. (laughs) So when they do the open uh, tryouts and stuff like that, so I mean, is there already a prerequisite in place before, you know, they come in and you start judging? Um, Well, by prerequisite, like you have to be 18 years old. That's like the number one thing. But um, you don't really have to have dance experience because even when I came in as a cheerleader, I had never danced before, but I was a gymnast. So I was able to kind of translate that over. But besides that, um, you either have to be a student or have a full time job. Yes, student or a full-time job. So what about like the uh, the housewives and stuff like that? Because I always envision them down there being just like housewives are kind of bored trying to fill their oh, time. You know, Gunner. I mean, not. Gunner, housewife is a job. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. I mean, if that's, a, okay. All right. Gunner, you're going to get torched online I know, now. I you're probably done. will. Yeah, I probably will. fill though, your but time, I, what is that? <laughs> but I, no, I'm just saying like if I, if I were a housewife, I would be bored. I'd want to try and figure out something to, uh, to fill my time or, you know, if I was a uh, house husband, you know, and I had a had a wife that was working, you know, okay, I feel well, like just like an extracurricular or something like that. I, I, I you know you're laughing, Tyler, and I know, I'm just asking questions. I'm fulfilling my curiosity <laughs> here. I do. OK, so have you been a house husband? No, I have not. I've, <laughs> OK, I've well, I think you should try it maybe for like a solid week. Yeah, you get bored, then, right? No, it's not boring. <laughs> if oh I was sitting gosh. at home all day, I would be so bored. Like if I didn't have any kids and I was sitting at home all day, I feel like I'd be extremely bored looking for something to fill my time. You can bet on Fandle. You can bet on whoever sponsors <laughs> y'all's podcast. You got that going at the same time, simultaneously. Okay. All right. But I, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll leave it at that before I keep digging myself into a deeper hole here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's transition real quick. Um, with, with that being said, uh, the other thing you got to do this year, it was, was it the 30th year anniversary? I thought that was the number where they brought you guys back for week 30th? for the preseason. I think, I think that's what I heard Nicole Bidwell say. Yes, it was 30th because the last time we did it, it was 25. So that math okay. seems to check out. There you go. Yeah. They brought, so tell us about that. What happened uh, in the preseason? Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. So it was the Cardinals cheerleaders alumni game where anyone who had previously been a Cardinals cheerleader can come out, learn a routine, and we all got to perform at the pregame, at one of the pregames. So I think this year there was like, it had to have been over 200 girls for like different generations of Arizona Cardinals cheer. So 
it was just so much fun because we always have that sisterhood, that bond. Um, and obviously we are all still Cardinals fans. <laughs> well, it was crazy to see some of the ladies that were like cheerleaders in the, I think it was the eighties. And yes. And yeah, it was just nuts to see that many, uh, you know, just generations of Cardinal cheerleaders. It was pretty cool. Oh yeah. And they crushed it. They killed it. So, Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. I love yes, it. That was what, awesome. What's a Cardinal cheerleader? Always a Cardinal cheerleader. Oh, yep. Especially when you went to the Super Bowl. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I know you're huge at the sports betting. Before we get to that, I got one more. Uh, I got another question. Um, so now, like a lot, a lot of these ladies that try out, you know, they they see them on the field that, that hey, that's what I want to do. So they come try out. Is is there an example like of in the past? Like is is your judging or a part of that? that whole thing that you have to kind of rein the women in like, like they come in thinking that, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to hook up with a football player or something. I mean, is there, is there any ladies out there that are kind of out there? You got to kind of rein them in, you know, cause it's not what they think it is. Right. Um, I would think coming in, you, you kind of, know that that's probably not what you're supposed to be doing. Like your job isn't to like date the players. No, no fraternizing. Um, yeah. And that, is, no, that is a rule. You're not yeah. supposed to fraternize. It is an so. actual rule. Yes. Yeah, so okay. if you get caught doing any of that, you know, you get the boot. So. <laughs> yeah. so I mean, has the, like, so they can't even like date outside of the stadium. Not even, you know, she's a, she's a cheerleader. He's a football player. You can't even like exchange texts. You can't even go to dinner. You can't do any of that. If you're a I cheerleader. Know- I know within the same team, you cannot, like, it's an absolute no-no. I'm not sure, like, if you were to date someone from another team, I don't know about that. I just, yeah. I guess I assume it's, like, across the board. But, you know, the Cardinals are very um, traditional where they, within fraternization within the organization for cheerleaders is a no. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the uh, the Seahawks or- mascot is dating one of the Seahawks cheerleaders. This Maybe is a, they this- get Maybe they get a pass. The Maybe mascot. the mascot gets a pass. <laughs> uh, let's transition now into some sports betting, Gunner. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to toss this up to you because this is your wheelhouse, and I know this is Danielle's weird uh, wheelhouse as well. So this is uh, yeah. kind of well. They haven't really po- they haven't really posted much uh, for Sunday yet. I mean, we have uh, the over under at 51 and a half points. We got the Raiders as five and a half point favorites. Uh, four Wait. and a half if you go to bet MGM though. Um, and all we have is like Derek Carr's numbers. I mean, that, that's all we've got. But I mean, what are you thinking as far as uh, Sunday uh, goes, Danielle? Um, well, I'm thinking I'm going to take the Cardinals with the points just because it's hard when I bet on my team. I feel like I always will lean that way anyways, um, which has been good and bad. Mm-hmm. But when I'm betting, I, I like to go for the best outcome for our team. So we have to win this game on Sunday. I think I read a stat earlier that was like every team that's gone. zero and two the past three seasons hasn't made the playoffs. I don't know if you guys had seen anything like that. Yeah. So, fact, I think it's longer than that. Um, I there's, I don't think there's ever been a team that's been zero and two that is, that has made it. If that was the stat I had read correctly, but yeah, it's right. not, not good. Yeah. So I'm taking the Cardinals with the points. I mean, I know the Raiders didn't play the best week one. We obviously played a lot worse, but I think it's winnable. So that's what I'm going with. So you'll take the uh, the five and a half on FanDuel as opposed to four and a half on BetMGM to have that extra point. Yes. Grab that. Uh, yeah. What about you? You, you just- had it. She, she had it right. It's 20, 27 teams have started 0-2 in the past three years. None of them have made the playoffs. The last time a team started a season 0-2 and made the playoffs was in 2018. Uh, Houston and Seattle both did it that year. Yeah. I, I think that's a decent bet. You know, uh, Cardinals can lose by three and you still win your bet. I dig that bet. You know, as much as uh, we want the uh, the Cardinals to win, are you, are you betting with your heart? Are you betting with strategy? I, I, you got a little bit of strategy there. Gunner, a little bit? I feel a little if I was betting with heart, I would have done what I did game one. And that was, oh, $100 money nine Cardinals. We're doing money it. Nine. So, <laughs> Okay. I, I mean, there's some strategy there taking the points. Yeah, because they can still lose and you can still win. I like that. Uh, over and under on the uh, 51 and a half. High scoring game, low scoring game. Oof. Um, I've been debating with this one and I think I'm going to go over. I think I'm going to okay. go over. Smash me over. Yep. Yeah, the the, the the Cardinals with that lack of defense and and exactly. the firepower on the Raiders' offense, um, I I think yeah, you could definitely see the over hit on that one. 
Uh, I mean, they only scored 19 points last week. Cardinals didn't score all that much either last week. Oh, yeah. Gunner's shifting on us. Here we go. I'm, not, I'm just throwing it out there. You know, That's I'm gonna, true. But yeah. it's not the Chiefs. It's not the Chiefs. So I feel like they will be able to put up some more points. But we shall see. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, so, I think I, I think saying high scoring is a is a pretty good uh, pretty good bet. I mean, the odds makers they're pretty dead on. So to put it at 51 and a half, I think they're thinking high scoring too. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, so, all right, over overall season outlook. What do we think? You know, we got a rebound from week one, but I've pegged it at about nine, 10 wins. I'm kind of, that's where I'm falling. And that has shifted to me to about eight to nine wins after last week. Right. Where, what are you thinking? Honestly, I'm right around eight too. But like I was saying, I really think we need this win this week because after that, what we go straight to the Rams. Yeah. We have the Rams here right, right after that. Okay. So. I think it's going to be really telling what happens this weekend, but I always have optimism with our team. I think after like week three or four, you know, we kind of have to reevaluate, but going into, you know, week one, it was tough to even know what we were going to do because we didn't see enough, you know, during the preseason. So it left a lot of questions. Um, But I am always optimistic. I think around eight wins, kind of like you, Tyler. And We'll get it together. We'll get it together. Your barber you're, you're, thinks, my barber thinks that the Cardinals are going to the Super Bowl. So oh, he still yeah. thinks I wouldn't got my haircut today. He's still he's still confident that they're going to the Super Bowl. I love the loyalty. I know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I um uh well let's r- real quick, uh where can people follow you? Where can they find you on social? You're all you're super active on social. You need to teach me how to do TikToks and reels because okay, uh, I got I you. Set that game up and and yours is quite impressive. But yeah, where can people find you? <laughs> so, She's a pretty lady. She's a pretty lady, Tyler. So I don't think you doing dances on TikTok is gonna get your uh, followers up though. It's not even just dances. Her her like content and like the humor she puts in is really good. Okay, I think I'll I check can it try out. Try to be funny, okay, Gunner. I can do I'm, go- I'm just saying that blindly. I don't know. I haven't seen her TikTok yet, so I'm just. <laughs> saying that blindly i mean if you and think it's just you, you for all you know i got good moves okay <laughs> all right all right I'll, I'll i'll wait to watch i'll wait and to see it you never know what's gonna go viral these days that's honestly that's true that's like, true <laughs> um, hey, the one and only time i went viral i want to tell both of you this story it was okay. when i went to the cardinals and raider game in oakland uh at the time the raiders were zero and five and uh, we beat them pretty handily and Darnell Dockett was on the sideline and he used the whiteboard that they used to like write up, write up plays or do whatever. Right. He had the whiteboard and he wrote, Oh, and six. And in, inside the, Oh, he put a sad face with uh, crying uh, worst in the NFL. And he held it up and turned it around and showed the Raider fans. I snapped a picture of it and I posted it uh, on Twitter and ESPN NFL, all these people picked it up and it took my phone battery from like 80% to zero in about three minutes. What? Oh, yeah. Not a big deal, right? Oh, awesome. It got, you know, 500,000 views. Cool. Leaving that stadium and trying to get an Uber to get to safety when I'm head to toe in Cardinal garb was probably the scariest experience of my life. We had someone throw a bottle at us. I had to like go to this hotel and try to find a charging cable. It was a nightmare, but that was my one time going viral and it's uh, anniversary with the Raiders for me. So there you go. But that is okay. an amazing story. And maybe you just have to go <laughs> neutral this game just in case, you know, with your, I know you're going to rock out with yeah, yeah, Cardinals. Yeah, he'll never go neutral. Come on. I do. I get I get nervous. People like to talk shit. I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Danielle, where can they find you on social? And I also want you to plug if you got any upcoming. We, we talked on it that you're a pro wrestler. Yes. Do you have any shows coming up also? Where can people see you wrestle? Okay. Let, I'll start with Instagram. That's probably the platform I'm the most active on. And that's just at Danielle Camella. And then Twitter, it's at Danielle underscore Camella. And then for wrestling events, in the state of Arizona, there is a show with Phoenix Championship Wrestling. I'm actually not in it because I have a previous engagement, but I'm still going to plug it anyways. That's on November 19th if you guys want to come out and see some wrestling in Arizona. And then the rest of my wrestling matches, you know, I'll post about as they come. So... (laughs) Awesome. Well, Danielle Mello, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining the show. We hope to have you on later in the season as well. 
Thank you guys so much and enjoy Vegas. I'm very jealous I'm not going, but. Oh, you didn't tell me you weren't. Last thing I knew you were coming. No, I ended up, I have to be in Arizona now on Monday. So I was like, I am not going to try to make that happen. I'm flying in Sunday morning, flying out Sunday night. So throwing out that that, there is Sunday flights home. Just saying. I like to play it on the safe side. You know, All Vegas right. can do crazy things to people. I don't Tyler, want to buy her one. Of, <laughs> Tyler, buy her one of those five hundred dollars tickets you bought, and uh, and then she, she's there. I'm sure. So let's not talk about that. <laughs> oh boy! All awesome. right, guys. Thank Thanks you so much. Oh man, Gunner. You know what we're I, gonna do after your your women questioning with cheerleading? We're gonna have I, you. We're gonna have I you wrestle and yell at an upcoming. I didn't mean it to be show. offensive. If it came off to be offensive, I, I did not mean <laughs> that at all. I just figured, like, I I thought I had heard at one point that a lot of the uh, the ladies <laughs> down there are just. I don't know what the practice schedule is. I, I'm assuming they got to you know do choreography and stuff all throughout the week. You know, I'm sure it's a busy job, right? And then you come. And then you got Sundays and uh, any any kind of those uh, any home game, you know. And then if you're off to the Super Bowl, I, I don't know. It just comes yeah. off as a bit, in appearances and stuff like that. It just kind of comes off as uh, is uh, yeah. Gutter, uh, my the housewife thing. I mean, I know how it's coming off, right? I mean, I don't mean it like that, but whatever. Oh, Gutter, uh, my high school math teacher was a Suns cheerleader, so she okay. would teach us math. High school, high school math and, teacher? Yes. Oh my god. Yes, like like these women are very educated and very dialed right? in. Right, and I, I don't I don't doubt that. I I also feel like they're busy with appearances and oh. and uh, working out and choreographs and you know and all that stuff. Uh, it's know? like having I, a, th- a second gig gutter they, they make yeah. them do it all at nighttime around like five six o'clock oh, it's definitely dude. later in the day but <laughs> we're gonna God, go God. into but we need to we only got about 10 minutes left so we need to get into breakdown of this game let's bring in our next guest from the bet 11 40 a.m in las vegas he is in uh in vegas right now where i would love to be and i can't wait to be there on sunday uh adrian hernandez adrian what's up bud Tyler, it's it's a reunion of sorts. I hope you guys can hear me. Uh, I like the setup. Sorry. I'm usually in the studio today. I'm in the office. Uh, not the fanciest background, but look at us. Just a couple dudes talking football and some 0-1 uh, football dudes. I'm here too. Got three <laughs> Yo, dudes. You too, yeah. Gunner. You as well. <laughs> Uh, Adrian, uh, yeah, talking about kind of blast from the past, we both were just like radio promo guys on the street, occasionally getting on air. And and now we're both uh, doing podcasts and shows and all kinds of stuff. This is I believe we were co-workers for three days. Um, I, I know, obviously, a lot of people from Phoenix are watching. I promise you, in these next 10 minutes, this will be more entertaining than anything Lady Stephanie's ever done on the radio. We are going oh. to provide a lot of entertainment. And let's get straight to it. Let's do it. Awesome. <laughs> Okay, so when did you guys work together? Are you here on Phoenix Radio? Uh, yeah. It's called The Bounce now. Um, yeah. We talked into some music. We, I met him once, and I was like, this guy likes wrestling. This guy likes sports. This guy wears crazy things at sporting events. I like this guy. Tyler's a good guy. Uh, and congratulations to both of you guys for joining the Odyssey family um, and giving uh, the whole country some Cardinals coverage. So congratulations on that for both of you. Thank you, brother. Well, you you hit on it. I mean, you are in Vegas and the 0-1 Raiders. I mean, what did you see out of this team last week? Uh, and what are you looking at them this week? What are you thinking against the Cardinals? So obviously, AFC West, the toughest division in football. I feel like we took that crown from you guys in the NFC West. Uh, if I told you Derek Carr threw three interceptions on the road, although it's the Chargers, so every game for the Chargers is a road game anyway, even if they, they have it in L.A. <laughs> Derek Carr threw three interceptions, offensive line, gave up six sacks. Four different variations of the offensive line were thrown out there throughout the game to figure out how to block Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. And with three minutes and 30 seconds left in the game, uh, the Raiders had the chance. They had the ball to go up there and and win. And ultimately they didn't. Uh, Of course, the three interceptions sticks out um, and the sky was falling on Monday morning. But I think as the week has gone on, uh, a couple of people observed like, look, this is, this is a new regime from McDaniels and Ziegler with, with the general manager and the new head coach and all these new players. Uh, Devontae Adams had a phenomenal game. He had 10 catches. Uh, he was making some of the Chargers cornerbacks look silly. Uh, so so there is some positivity, but basically it comes down to how is this team offensively going to manage not having a good line? Because at best, you're talking about math teachers earlier, you need to hope for a D-plus performance, a C-minus performance. Because even 
You got Colton Miller, who is a phenomenal offensive lineman, and just a bunch of dudes. And even Colton Miller gave up two sacks last game. So it, it is a um, it, it's it's a tough situation with the offensive line, and it, it's been very boring this offseason because that's what people keep going to and going to, and they're like, would you guys please shut up about the offensive line? And then they give up six sacks, and it's like, we're trying to tell you this is going to be the key because you can have Darren Waller, you can have Hunter Renfro, you can have Devontae Adams, but if Derek Carr has no time to get that ball out, this is what's going to happen. But all that being said, to lose 24-19 and have a chance to win at the end of the game against the Chargers and Justin Herbert, who didn't throw any interceptions and was Justin Herbert the god, Thor himself, uh, I, I think I think there's some positive notes out of that game if you could have, a, have one after a loss. If, if there's a get-right game ever for the Raiders, <laughs> it is the Arizona Cardinals defense rolling into town. Um, I remember last year, the Colts offensive line, they got hit with a bunch of COVID situations, some injury. Uh, they were running like four backup linemen uh, and we got no pressure on them. So I, I actually got the pleasure of joining the, the Silver and Black Today podcast, one of our Odyssey uh, brother, sister pods for the Raiders. G, salute to them. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, I got to join them yesterday, and all they could talk about was the same thing you're talking about. It's this offensive line. And when you look at the Arizona Cardinals, all we can talk about is our cornerback room or our linebacker room. So it's like both teams have these issues. I look at it like the uh, the Spider-Man meme, right? Like you have the Cardinal head on one Spider-Man, and you have the Raider head on the other. Um, and each other. It, it's it's birds of a feather here. Yeah. Um, it, it will be very interesting to see if the Cardinals can manufacture that pressure to, you know, ult- ultimately, hopefully not with blitzing because we read the stat earlier on Derek Carr. He does great against the blitz. We just need to cause turnovers, which obviously there should be a little pressure on him based on that performance last Sunday. What do you think uh, if, if you were a betting man here, uh, who who are you taking in this one? Who do you think is the team to fall with? Well, look, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, so me making a decision and a pick when it comes to sports, I always get nervous on who I want to win or who I think is going to win. There you go. Um, ultimately, I do think that the Cardinal or the excuse me, the Raiders end up winning this game, especially at home. Uh, what I'm curious to see and what I hope happens is I think the Cardinals come out out of the gate and build up a lead and, and the Raiders are going to have to make some, you know, change up some things and, and yeah. come back from behind to end up winning. And the biggest key for me as well, obviously it's a reunion game for Chandler Jones, although the games are in Arizona. Uh, Justin Herbert, a lot of the time was able to extend plays and get out of the pocket. We're talking about going up against Kyler Murray. It's a whole different set of dynamics. Obviously Chandler Jones has a lot of experience in handling that and knowing the tendencies of, of some of his former teammates and helping Max Crosby and everyone and be like, Hey, this is what they like to do. But going up against Kyler is going up against Kyler. So having to deal with, with that sort of quarterback and, and how he can extend plays and get out of the pocket and make plays with his feet. But I do see the Raiders winning. If I'm, I'll give you a score. I'll go 30, 20 Raiders. You know right what I do with these? I am. Whenever, whenever, bet. whenever we have a guest on that gives us an actual score, I always put a bet on that. So I'm going to put a bet 30, 20. You said Raiders. Yes, sir. All right. Last week, yes, bet for the Chiefs, and it was like within, like it was close, it was close. It was like six points or something. It would have been. On it the was money. forty-one twenty. Was the uh, the score we gave a uh, that was given to us, and the final score was forty-four twenty-one. So forty-one yeah, twenty was closer. so close. Hopefully I get you some money, then you can donate that to cheerleading camps throughout the Phoenix area. <laughs> you are in on that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, Adrian, uh, one big thing, one big, um, uh, bur- uh, uh, what do you call it? Strange bedfellows. You've got uh, Chandler Jones now playing for the Raiders. And now Kyler Murray knows Chandler all too well. He said he's one of his favorite teammates of all time. Uh, last year, week one, Chandler Jones ripped off four sacks against the Titans uh, in that opening home opener. Uh, or sorry, that opener for us. It was the home opener for the Titans. This time, you know, week two, home opener for the Raiders. Obviously, he's going to want to show out. Uh, do you see Absolutely. a big, big performance from Chandler this Sunday? I do. And and the, the funny thing is, is that after the game, Chandler didn't have a sack against the Chargers and everyone's like, well, what? We paid all this money and we got him and we made all these moves to get him. What's what's the deal with this guy? He has Max Crosby on the other side. Um, I do think that this is a game that they, they break out and 
Just like just like the Raiders in their offensive line problems, I think the Cardinals have some too. And I just think even if they didn't, you're talking about Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. And I hope this is the breakout game. Uh, if you want to make another bet, Gunner, I do think he's going to get his first sack of the season um, against wow. the Cardinals. And they're going to need it because, like I said, that is going to be the key is containing Kyler and not letting him extend plays. And without DeAndre Hopkins, obviously – Hollywood Brown didn't have the greatest game. The team Cardinals in general versus the chiefs didn't have the greatest game. You can't give them time and just let things happen because they will take advantage. And they are, you you guys just said it before I came on about the stat of teams that are going 0-2. Both of these teams, I know it's week two. It is a must-win situation for the Raiders. This is the toughest division in football. Every game, every play yeah. matters. We see what happened last year with the Chargers and Raiders to end the season, and now that got more difficult. So, yes, this this is going to be a hell of a game and a must-win situation for both teams, and I do think Chandler Jones breaks out and gets his first sack as a Raider in Allegiant Stadium. Well, hey, the, uh, what, the Seahawks helped you out with that, with uh, taking the Broncos down, right, that AFC West. Yeah, and I just yeah. heard, I believe, Justin Simmons – Something happened. He's not out for the season, but he's on the IR. He'll be out for the next month, which is good because for the Raiders, it doesn't get much easier. We play the Titans, and then we have to go Chiefs and then the Broncos. So yeah. there, there's very few weeks where you could be like, ah, oh, this is an easy victory. And I will say the consensus here in Las Vegas is that the Raiders are going to beat the Cardinals, which kind of has me nervous. So All right. Well, we do have – so 30 to 20 Raiders over the Cardinals is plus 11,000, so a $10 bet. Uh, one thousand one hundred bucks if that materializes. So hey, here's my thing: if you hit that, <laughs> you must make one donation to a chill to a, a, a cheerleading <laughs> program yeah. somewhere in Arizona. I don't care where. Well, okay, you, I'm you, gonna put twenty on it then. Let's have and, you. Let's have you go there too. Let's make some content. And oh some my god! Yes. Come on, it wasn't oh that god, offensive. Come fantastic. on. And then two. Do I think you have to give a finder's fee to Adrian here? I think he needs to get a hundred. I agree. I agree with that. Just like just like when you hit a jackpot on the uh, the, the casino floor yeah. out there in Vegas, right? Yeah. You got to just add it to the donation, guys. Yeah. This one's on you. I got you. <laughs> uh, well, Adrian, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. Wait, one thing before we send you off, and I want you to get your plugs in as well. Uh, but I do know your deep love for uh, Cleveland, for the city of Cleveland, and and I do know. Uh, I saw this week Brownie Brown. Brownie the elf. Uh, it's Brownie the elf, right? Yeah, what, there it is. Oh, yes, yeah. Brownie the elf. These oh guys, my gosh, I personally I love it. They're putting that that elf in the middle of their field. Uh, what do you think about that? Look, the Cardinals are lucky enough to have the greatest colors as their team colors with red and black. The Browns are lucky enough to have the greatest logo in professional sports history <laughs> for years. I've been wearing those hats for six years. I still have them, and every day I wear it. Someone goes, what the hell is that? And that's yeah. probably the elf that represented a team that won 10 championships, not Super Bowls. And I like it. I love it. It's adorable. I just I'm a fan. The just misconception there, the misconception is a lot of people think it's new, but I mean that thing is, that that elf has been with the Browns. That was the original. That was before the, original. the St. Louis Browns. Like this is this is like 40s and 30 black and white TV. Uh, right. Minorities weren't allowed to play. I w- wouldn't have played back then when the when the jersey when that was the but, logo. Like this is goes way back. Wasn't the the mascot a dog though? Oh uh, yeah, we've we've had the the three headed dog. I think in the eighties and the nineties, the when Belichick was the coach. So there's been a lot of iterations, but it starts with the elf before it went to the. the so are they going to get rid of everything else then? Bring the elf back as the uh, the mascot? Like the, no, the, it's, like there's a mascot that wanders the stands, right? So we got multiple. The, the, well, yeah, that's the dog. We still keep the right. dog. We'll probably throw in. We might. We might throw elf. I guess elf walking around. around. I need to. I need to check in with my Cleveland Brown sources. Yeah, what they're doing in the promo team. But hey, I I wouldn't be mad at an elf mascot walking around the stadium. I, I watched the Browns released a history video just to catch people up to speed on why this. That's elf hilarious. There. They did. You got to go check it out on Twitter. But they released it, and and it was. Uh, they actually had a. I want to say the right word, like a little person. For years back in the day, when this was the mascot, Good and Lord. he was he was like in Notre Dame, right? How they have the the yeah. you know the guy out there. It's the same thing. They had that for years and years. And then when the new ownership came in, they said the first thing we're gonna do is get rid of that little swear word, and uh, they got rid of the elf. So and and now you see how much lack of success they've had for decades. It but was, now we're back. They were jinxed because the elf. And now they're back. So uh, yeah.
Uh, one makes me quick- uncomfortable talking about the Browns anyway. <laughs> Adrian Hernandez at 11.40 a.m. in Las Vegas. Uh, real quick before we let you go, uh, prior to you coming on here, uh, Tyler and I were talking about um, the experience at Raiders games. In, in, in Oakland, the black hole, it was really kind of uh, – what was the word, Tyler? Yeah, in, in Oakland with the black hole. It was really scary. Right? Yeah. So, so it's terrifying. Word, yes. terrifying. In <laughs> Vegas, has that is it terrifying in Vegas? Is it a whole different experience when it comes to the black hole uh with the Raiders there in Vegas? Well, I've I've never been to a, to an Oakland Raiders game, but I from what from what I know and Californians live over here in Las Vegas, regardless of whether the Raiders are here or not. But I would say some of that same energy and some of that same fan base that that wants to get into shenanigans um, at the games, they're there in pockets. Okay. It, 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 in some pockets. some bigger than most. Like for example, New Year's Day, the Raiders are going to take on San Francisco. There's no oh. way in hell I'm going to that game. There's, <laughs> yeah. There's no way. There's going to be so much violence. But the stadium itself, yeah. uh, it obviously they paid how many billions? Of, I think two point six to make that stadium. It's yeah. beautiful. Um, yep. that same that it. It, it is a a home field advantage for sure, but not as violent. But it's still there. It's I would say forty percent, forty percent out of okay. what was in Oakland. I say <laughs> you said pockets. I have a feeling uh, Tyler put himself right in the middle of a pocket. What are them you, uh, black hole pockets in there? Huh? Hell no. Tyler, How do you I'm know? Be- How do you know? Tyler, I'm going to be in the press box, but I'll be looking out for you if something <laughs> happens. We'll try to send security to make sure because you need to go in there. And rightfully so, go in there as you usually do with all the swag. But yeah. just be careful. But you know this. You're you're a pro. Be careful. Yeah. I care yeah. about you, Tyler. I care. My, this is not my first rodeo. Well, Adrian <laughs> Hernandez, where can people find you? You guys do oh. great. Wait, I don't want to say this because I am a pro wrestling nerd, as, as we've kind of found out. Adrian does phenomenal interviews with all kinds of people. It ain't just Vegas related content. I mean, he he has uh professional wrestlers, all kinds of people that will come on and it, you've had hip hop artists, all kinds of people. Very interesting uh and entertaining show that you do. Listen, Tyler, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, And yeah, for sure. We're very eclectic. Uh, Everything that I enjoy from when Madden came out, we interviewed one of the lead producers. So we do a lot of things in a lot of different areas. Um, Be sure to follow me at on Twitter at Adrian Radio 93, Instagram Heavyweight Radio, um, our YouTube channel as well. Uh, We're trying to blow blow that up and blast that out. So that's Adrian CLE 93. And yeah, thank you guys so much uh, for having me on. It's a little crazy time here in Las Vegas. The Aces are trying to win their WNBA championship and the city's going crazy. So I got my, my heads in a a whole bunch of different places, but yeah, should be exciting. The home and opener for uh, Allegiant stadium. And I'll leave you guys with this. And one thing I, I want you guys to tell the secondary of the Cardinals, because I do think this is going to be the biggest key of the game. Uh, Devontae Adams for the first time ever is going to have his grandparents at the game. Because now that he's in the Raiders, they can make the trip here. The fact that his grandparents are going to be at the game with his jersey on, watching and cheering on Devontae, should scare the secondary of the Cardinals. I'll leave you guys with that. <laughs> I did see that he spent, it was a half a million dollars on a suite? Is that what it was? Yep. He brought family, uh, his, oh his sister. God. Everybody's going to be in there. There'll be a reunion of sorts. So you're saying, for fantasy purposes, Devontae Adams is the the guy if you're doing the daily uh, yeah. fantasy. That's what were the stats last game? He had 10, he had 10 catches for 141 yards. He was targeted 17 times. That was just the first time they've been on the field together <laughs> since Fresno uh, state. Yeah. Put all your money on Devonte. but again, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate thank it. You, thank you so much. Thanks Adrian. Thank uh, Gunner. That's, that's what we want from Hollywood Brown. That's the type of target <laughs> and the yeah. numbers and, and everything. That's what we want. Well, we're running super long. You're going yeah. right into game day here at this point. Which uh, uh, I want to I I point something out real quick. He yeah, said the ahead. final score 30 to 20, which puts it at 50 points, which puts that on the under as opposed to what Danielle said on the over. So uh, there's the... Uh, there's a little predicament that I'm in here. Like, who, what do I? I love the thirty to twenty, right? I love that bet. I, I you know, as much. You got to do that no matter what. Yeah, I'm gonna do that no matter what. So now, but I, I've got it in the back of my mind now. It's like, what what's gonna happen here? But I mean, it's still pretty close to that fifty-one and a half. So it's, uh, I don't know. What do you what do you see? He says fifty points. You see it going over fifty-one and a half. Yeah, it's got to go. It, it's got to go over because our our uh, secondary is terrible, and I just don't see. With the injuries that we have, even bringing back J.J. Watt, I mean, Vance Joseph at this point needs to have a really, 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 really good plan defensively because 
I mean, every game that our defense gets torched, his job becomes, you know, on the line even further. So ultimately, I think the Raiders aren't going to have problems scoring, just like the Chiefs didn't have problems scoring. I think this comes down to hopefully the Cardinals offense gets right this week and everything. Kyler Murray, here's the thing. I've been, I've been harsh on the team. I've been harsh on the GM. I've been harsh on the head coach. I've been harsh on, uh, on Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's been saying the right things all week. He's been saying that this falls on me. I, you know, I got to make sure we get out to a hot start. I got to make sure that, you know, I put the team on my back. So Kyler's preaching. We just need to see it on the field now offensively. So going into this game, um, I'm going to pick a Cardinals win just because I I don't see them losing two in a row. I just don't. Not, they can't. Not, they, can't. they can't. Both teams can't. can't. That's what's yeah, crazy. Can't. Both teams can't. They can't, but I just I don't see it. I, I think Oakland or Oakland, I think LA uh, or Vegas, uh, I think they have their own, you know, things they need to overcome yeah. when it comes to having new new talent on their team as well um, and new coaching and all of that stuff. Uh, so ultimately – you know, one thing I will say, and I wanted to get it in earlier, and now I've spaced until now, is <laughs> this is where I'm going to bash our head coach again. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury earlier this week talked about how Josh McDaniels, you know, head coach of the Raiders, uh, they used to be on the same regime with Bilicek and um, how he used to like, he made a joke like, oh, I used to pay him to do my work for me because I was 23 and I just wanted to get out and party. Well, well, Cliff, when you talked about all week and last week about how we weren't prepared and everybody already thinks you're a Scottsdale nightlife type of guy, don't be cracking those jokes after a big blowout. Like we better come out prepared. And and my outlook for this game is we need to, and there, there ain't no doubt about it in the back of my mind. Am I always worried? Yes, I am always worried, but uh, I think the Cardinals pull this one out. Um, I think that I am going to take the other Cardinals with the points. I think I will go over on the 51 and a half. I think I'm pretty much on the same page as Danielle there. There is a bet, though, that's pretty cool on FanDuel um, where they have an early payout. So they get up by seven. You win. You get paid early if your team goes up by seven plus points. So the moment that the card, if I put, if I put like, let's say 50 bucks on the Cardinals, the moment they go up by seven, I get paid out immediately. If they don't go up by seven at any time during the game, I lose that bet. Wait, but I think it. Hold on. Do you get paid out right away? Amount? No. So you get fifty dollars. So let's say, uh, uh, real quick. I know we're running out of time here. Um, if I were to put, and it's got to be on the money line. So okay. So if I were to go on the money line with the Cardinals, which is plus two hundred, if I go fifty bucks, that pays out one hundred and fifty dollars. So the moment that the Cardinals go up by seven. First, I mean, even if they scored a touchdown off the bat, first quarter, first two minutes of the game, I get paid my, I get paid 150 bucks. What the hell? That's a pretty cool. I mean, it's a fan duel promotion. I'm sure they're trying to get some users and stuff like that because I haven't seen it anywhere else. Yeah, but uh, it's a pretty sweet little bet there. I, I did that on the uh, Rams uh, Bills game last Thursday. Bills, you know, I mean, you saw that one, right? I, I did the money line on the Bills. I got paid out first quarter. Uh, right away. So that's a fun bet if you want to do that on a fan duel with the Cardinals. You just or, do that on every game for every favorite. I am. I, I did. Like, uh, what did I do? Uh, I mean, this is going to post on Friday. So this it's going to be uh, from uh, yesterday's game. But I'm pretty sure. What did I put it on? Who's playing tonight? It's the uh, Chargers and the. Uh, I put it on the Chiefs. Yeah. I put it on the Chiefs. But I mean, part of me, part of me wants the Chiefs just to annihilate the uh, the Chargers because I feel like that would make uh, Cardinal fans feel a little bit better. About that loss, right? Just that that the Chiefs are that great of a team. To the Chargers beat the have a really good. Offense I know, and a really but that's what I'm saying. Defense. If the Chargers annihilate the char, if the uh, Chiefs annihilate the Chargers, and as good as the Chargers are, it kind of makes our loss look a little bit better, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, well. With that said, yeah, take us maybe. home, Gunner. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will be back following the Sunday game. But in the meantime, go ahead and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And we will see you next time for kickoff in the valley.